Hi, it's Roger Sitkins. Welcome to Winning Strategies. Today we're going to talk about do you need to adjust your strategies? Getting the results that you want depends largely on the strategies you have in place and how well you implement them. However, consistency is equally important. Is your strategic approach sporadic or systematic? If you're sporadically implementing your strategies, you probably won't get great results. Conversely, you're sure to get great results if you can identify the right strategies and implement them systematically. Well, that's a big if, because many agencies will implement the wrong strategies. Don't forget the the definition of insanity, doing the same things repeatedly, expecting a different result. Your current strategies are either working or not working. What isn't working today won't magically start working tomorrow. That's because it's not working for a reason. Either you have the wrong strategy or you have the right strategy, but your team members aren't buying into it. Therefore, if you want something you've never had before or are currently not achieving, it's probably time for a strategic adjustment. Well, what are some signs you need a strategic adjustment? You know it's time to change your strategy when your goals and actual results don't align. For example, something has to change if, and we'll give you a bunch of big ifs here, if you assume your agency's sales approach differentiates you from the crowded marketplace, yet your producers keep hearing, well, you insurance people are all the same. You know, if you want to give me a quote, go ahead. Obviously, your message isn't as clear as you think. Well, it's probably a time for an adjustment if your goal is to consistently raise your revenue per client but you're actually seeing a decline in revenue per client. That's certainly the case for many independent agencies today due to reduction in many personal lines commission rates and other factors. Well, here's another if. If your objective is to have 100% full-time clients, those who rely exclusively on your agency for all of their insurance and risk management needs, but your producers and internal team are still order-taking new single-policy clients. Unless they're creating full-time relationships, you can expect to see new business coming in the front door and going out the back. Another big if. If you're aiming for organic net new operating revenue growth of 15%, but you're barely matching the current average growth rate of about 4 to 4.5%, well, I think you've got some problems there. If your strategy is to have overflowing prospect pipelines that allow super qualifying and walkaway power, yet your producers are averaging less than three new business appointments per month with quality prospects, I think there's some time for change. If you envision a totally paperless agency, when in reality there are tons of papers and customer files on the staff members' desks, probably not doing what you need. There are so many additional indicators I could offer, but I'm hoping this will help spur some thought in your mind. The bottom line is that if you're not growing, not achieving great results, not having fun, and not growing agency value, something has to change and change quickly. So let's think about a strategic wish list, a great question to ask and one that I ask frequently. If you could start your agency over again today and change anything by waving a magic wand, what would you change? In other words, what new and non-optional strategies would you have in place? Every time I ask this question, Here are some of the responses I normally hear. First one would be, well, I would either become or hire a great sales manager. Well, whether it's good or bad, sales management has a significant impact on overall strategic implementation. 
You know, left to their own accord, salespeople, like most of us, will typically make the wrong choices and decisions. However, they're much more likely to get great results, make great decisions, under the direction of a true CRO, Chief Revenue Officer, who implements a culture of accountability. Even among the best practice agencies, only about 15% report having effective full-time sales management. Well, no wonder agencies overall have such low growth rates. Without a CRO, again, Chief Revenue Officer, how can you expect to grow significant revenues? At agencies that have a CRO, you're much less apt to find profitable producers subsidizing unprofitable producers. And unfortunately, that's exactly what happens in the majority of agencies today. What you're much more likely to find is an abundance of skill building and practice sessions. Remember, pros, professionals, in sports, practice for a reason. Furthermore, every producer would achieve net new sales of well over $100,000 per year. Another item on your strategic wish list would be to maximize your agency's management system and overall technology. In fact, make it non-optional. Maximizing an agency's investment in technology has a ripple effect on the entire operation. For example, by maximizing the productivity of the service staff, it dramatically boosts the revenue per service person. It also helps to greatly improve the client experience. For it to work, however, it's imperative that everybody maximizes the system as it relates to their job responsibilities. Well, unfortunately, only about 50% of agency management systems and technology is being utilized in the average agency today. To make matters worse, insurance carriers continue to push an increasing amount of work to the agencies while still dealing with reduction in compensation. Combined, these factors may explain why most agencies have seen a modest, if any, gain in overall productivity and revenue per employee. The ones that are getting superior results are typically those that are fully utilizing their technology. All right, let's go to another item on our list. I'd be a true learning organization. Boy, does that ever ring true, huh? To do so requires an investment of time and money that exceeds the minimum continuing education seminars and recertification classes that are prevalent in our industry. I'm a big fan of all of those. But a true learning organization embraces the idea that one must outlearn the competition to outearn the competition. I have to say it again. We'll outlearn the competition to outearn the competition. That means investing at least 2% of agency revenues on training and education. I'd make that non-optional, by the way. If you're not continually improving and learning new things, you and your revenues will stagnate. Another big item on the list, client experience. We hear everybody talking about it. Well, my wish list would be, yeah, I'd have a great client experience. You know, it's not that complicated. In fact, it's the foundation for so many things we do to help agencies. As an example, right now with your clients, do they all receive an upfront risk survey? Whether it's personal lines, small commercial, or large commercial, is there an upfront survey done? What about an annual review? Should we have a discussion with each client at least once a year? Absolutely. I believe if you keep them in the agency, they deserve an annual review. Something we talk about all the time, wow experiences. Have you wowed them? These are those special touches and moments 
that you create that make the client say, wow, well, what are you doing to personally engage with the clients? What are your producers doing? Every client should have such a great experience with your agency, dealing with your people, that they'll be eager to offer a referral, even though you've never asked them for one. You know, here's a litmus test for you. What percent of your clients did give you a referral last year? Well, if it's a pretty low percent, like most agencies, think about it. You've done enough to get them to renew their account, but you haven't wowed them to the point that they give you a referral. Well, what about personal letters and notes? You know, being high tech doesn't mean we can't be high touch too. If you're going to pivot from being a transaction-based agency to a relationship-based agency, this is something you really need to jump on. It's just as important to personally connect with clients as it is to maximize the technology. Do you formally thank your clients for continuing the relationship with you each year? If not, your client's going to feel like they're being taken for granted. After all, they're spending money with you. Shouldn't you acknowledge and show your appreciation for their business? The same is true on new business. Are they getting a welcome aboard letter from the agency president or CEO? What about from the service team? Well, another big one on our list, what about claims follow-up? After a major claim, it's imperative to follow up with the client. Now, this can either be a survey or a phone call, but asking them for feedback about your service and what their experience was with you. This is an excellent opportunity to let selected clients know how important they are to you and how much you value the relationship. You know, assuming you get positive feedback, how about asking the client for a referral? We find that's one of the best times to get a referral from a client. Claims handled properly, they're excited, they're wowed, ask them for a referral. A fun one on the list, director first impressions. Have you ever called your own agency and been horrified by how the phone was answered? Well, what are you doing about that? Have you ever actually directed your people, telling them exactly how you want the phone to be answered? Having a friendly, professional voice to greet callers is a great way to ensure that great first impression. Otherwise, you're facilitating a very random and sporadic customer experience right up front. One that I absolutely believe in, and unfortunately most agencies don't implement, would be to have an agency advisory board, a true trusted advisor team. Now, I've talked about this many times in the past, and again, very few agencies do it, probably less than 1%, will actually schedule an annual meeting with their own key advisors. This group would include, of course, the agency principals, their CPA, attorney, wealth manager, banker, as well, of course, if they had an agency consultant such as myself, and I have been involved in a handful of these. Together, they discuss how the agency is doing and where it's going. Beyond providing just valuable planning and perpetuation tools for the agency, these annual group meetings can help owners identify personal goals and timelines while offering insights on how to meet the objectives. In addition, this type of meeting is something I strongly suggest that all of you do for your top clients, where you coordinate it, you put together a lunch, and we call it the TAIL, Trusted Advisor Luncheon Experience, where you're meeting with these other trusted advisors for your best clients, and guess what? You create a whole bunch of centers of influence, and the customers really appreciate your efforts. So what's the bottom line to all of this? It's pretty simple. If you're not achieving the results you really want, it's time to adjust your strategies, or maybe your team overall. At the end of the day, we know that agency owners really want three things. 
They want to sell more, they want to retain more, and they want to earn more. In order to accomplish that, you've got to lead more. Take some of these examples, put them in place in your agency today. Thanks, we'll talk again soon.